This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day as our buddy Dave Raymond from uh, the Texas Rangers television crew joins us now here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, Dave. How the heck are you? I'm um, great. We're, you know, the, the weather's warm, sun is out, and it's almost time, man. I mean, this weekend, right, we'll start start playing some spring training games. So um, this, is, this is that time of year where we all start feeling really good. Yeah, this is outstanding. You know, we're about to be uh, in the best weather, you know, I believe, in the country here for for a couple of months as this warms up. And we will actually be in surprise next week at this time, Dave. What is your spring training plans? Yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are lucky because uh, <laughs> I won't be down there for uh, another couple of weeks yet. So they they wait until we start picking up the TV games, which typically end up toward the back end of spring training. Yeah. When, you know, when guys start playing a little more because these first games, they're great. They're fun, but you know, you're talking about guys getting in a bat or two and then being gone. And then it just turns into 60, 70 guys playing in a game. So, uh-uh. um, so they wait on the TV, on the TV side of that. So I don't get down there until probably mid March. Well, as long as you're going to be there, dude, I, I think this is going to be a, just an incredible experience to, to be in that spring training stadium of the reigning champs. I remember what it was like when the Royals won eight or nine years ago, and it, it's just intoxicating with the amount of, uh, uh, you know, euphoria that continues. Well, that's what's going to be kind of fun, right? Because you'll remember when the, when the regular season wound down, number one, we were on the road, but number two, uh, they weren't playing that well. There, there was concern locally. Would they even somehow find a way to miss the postseason? And after all that long, great summer. So, you know, then they got in and, and the rest is history. They go on that incredible run and we all enjoyed the heck out of it. But let's face it. Uh, we really haven't been able to enjoy that. Like to steal your word, that euphoria um, we haven't seen that's just sort of the daily uh, vibe like that. So that is going to be, it's going to be really fun and it's going to be really unique. I think it's just because it's been so long since we've been this excited about this team here. So I that, you're right. I mean, I mean that's going to be a big part of the spring training experience. And then of course, once we put things uh, on for real for the regular season, I just think it's going to be wild with uh you know, the Cubs in town for the opener and the ring ceremony and, and it's just all the fun, the banner, we're the ca- whole thing. It's, yeah, we're, it's going to be awesome. We're counting on record ratings here on the fan, actually. Heck, yes, we are. I'm really banking on it's gonna that. It's going to be huge. Yeah, it's, yeah, gonna... it's going to be huge, man. Where, where are you at physically, though, Dave? Like, I mean, this has been a short off season for you. Do you feel like you're going to be starting the season in, in some level of a slump here? Is it going to be a slow <laughs> buildup before you finally get your, your sea legs under you? 
No, Eric, I'm glad you asked that question because um, yeah, I've been working out pretty hard. And, Let's go. Uh, I believe that. Yeah, I really – because here's the thing. You can't, you can't just show up now and expect everything to come easily, right? Everyone's right. coming – they're coming for you. So I just felt like, for me, I got to show up. I got to be ready. I got to be – I got to have that first step and everything right away. So, no, I've been – I've been grinding it, man. I've been grinding it since uh, since the parade, and I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Hell yes. <laughs> it's best shape of your life season. Yes. Yes, it is, I expect Dave. nothing less, Dave. Well, and now you get a new uh, partner for a good chunk of games in Mike Bassick. How excited are you to work with Baskey? That's going to be awesome. And you guys, you guys know as well as anybody, but um, I've, I've felt for a long time like Mike, has the ability to be a very compelling analyst, man. I think he's going to be really fun because number one, you guys don't his, his baseball acumen, his mind for the game is really sharp. He's got great perspective. He he's got that, that left-handed brain, which is great. Uh, so he, he's got just a little bit of goofy there uh, ability to see things just slightly differently. So I think, Oh, that's going to be, tremendous i think he's he's so sharp on the baseball stuff but then there's the the other part of mike that's going to be so much fun is there's nothing contrived about it he he's a hardcore fan and we're talking about a second generation ranger 100 percent. and you know and his heart and soul is in this team and and there's no mistake in it when you hear him talk about it i mean it's it's so genuine and 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 real I, i love that part of it uh, I've I've thrown the comp out there a little bit, and it's it's early, right, to start giving comps on guys. But um, for anybody who's ever been in the Midwest and heard Ron Sano back in the day doing Cubs broadcasts with Pat Hughes, Ronnie lived and died by every pitch of the Cubs. And man, it was it was like an emotional experience every day. It could be in June, and and the guy would be on the edge of his seat, and it was thoroughly entertaining to listen to. And I kind of see Mike somewhere in that realm. I could see a little bit of Ron Sano in there, a little bit of Ron Darling in there. So hmm. there's, there's a good mix. And I think, I think Mikey's going to be awesome. And, you know, so he gives us the pitching perspective. We've got Dave Valley who gives us the perspective. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Murph, who is uh, just yeah. a beloved great here, an outfielder on those, those wonderful teams that uh, gave us our first taste of the uh, of the World Series. So I think it's a, a, a wonderful triumvirate. I'm super excited to have Mike in the fold. Yeah, uh, Dave Raymond with us. That's the first thing I loved about Mike when we started working together in 2013. It's just so rare that you get a former player that still has that level of passion and attention to detail and is is working on learning more about the sport, you know, to relate to the audience at the same time bringing this lifetime of experience. And we're super proud of, of Mike and we can't, to see, can't wait to see where... Uh, where it takes off from here. What are your favorite storylines on your mind with this roster and this team as, as we go into surprise that you're looking forward to learning more about? Well, I can't wait to see Wyatt Langford and, and just see what that bat looks like. And I, 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 I'm convinced that he's going to be on the team. I I don't know if that's really fair. Um, But the way he played last year in the minor leagues, um, it certainly looked like, I mean, he was right on the cusp. I think they were giving some pretty serious consideration to adding him at some point there in September. 
when things were really spiraling. Um, but I think he just seems to be the kind of guy, right? Carries that confidence and everything else that, that uh, I don't think he'll skip a beat. I think he'll slide right in and be comfortable. And you add that bat to this lineup, mm. which is all back uh, and has the addition of, of Evan Carter, who we got just a glimpse of at the end of the season and then in the postseason. I mean, my goodness, they were so good last year. How much better could they be this year? I, I think this lineup and the additional Langford is just super exciting. Uh, and then I think on the on the pitching front, it's going to be really interesting to see who steps forward if uh, if Dane Dunning can repeat what we saw last year. And and then will there be another, let's say, Wyatt Langford, Evan Carter type guy come up along the pitching side of it? Um, you know, a youngster ready to, to contribute a little bit in, in, in that way. I also, you know, they added Danny Duffy mm-hmm. this offseason very quietly. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people are uh, falling over themselves to, to hear about Danny Duffy. But, you know, he, he had a nice little run there with Kansas City. And this is a guy who could really be, uh, I think, super helpful in the rotation. Uh, you're talking about a guy with, you know, 10 plus years of experience in the big leagues and I believe a sub four ERA for his career as a starter. So, um, you know, people don't know a lot about him. They haven't, you know, you don't line up to get the highlights of Danny Duffy uh, every night on TV. But I think that's a very sneaky addition to this team who could who could have a real uh, impact, especially early in the season while we're waiting for the other guys to get healthy. How do you feel about some of the uh, bullpen additions? Are you more confident in that as we head into the new season? So you have to be excited about David Robertson, right? A guy who's closed 175 career saves and just knows the ropes, has a comfort level there, and is really, really good. And the same thing with Kirby Yates, right? A guy who's who's done it in the past. You add those veteran guys in the mix, and, and you just you can exhale a little bit and feel a little bit better. I think that's great. But I really think the story this year for me is still LeClerc because, and we'll, we'll get into it, no doubt, a whole lot more during spring training and then during the regular season. But what, what happened with LeClerc last year was really unusual at the beginning of the year. It was more than just the neck. It became a sleep thing for him. When the neck seized up on him during spring training or just before, and then they took him out of the, the World Baseball Classic and they slow played him into the regular season, there was – the neck issue and and that was one part of it but what happened was he was really having trouble sleeping and that sleep became a a, a really debilitating part of his daily routine he was struggling mightily with that and it affected everything it took him a long time to get it sorted out but when he did and was healthy and was getting rest again well the, the velocity gets back up above 96 miles per hour he became a lockdown stud and I just think if he's healthy again and if he's got all that stuff sorted out, uh, I, don't, I think what we saw in the postseason is not a mirage at all. I think it's maybe at long last the Leclerc that we thought uh, we saw several years ago when they, when they signed him to that, that four-year deal. So uh, I'm really excited to see how he responds this year. I think it's going to be great. But I think the addition of Robertson and Yates certainly help and give you some confidence. But I still think this is LeClerc's breakout year this year. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. How fired up were you uh, hearing Adolis Garcia say, yeah, we're, we're running this thing back. He, he was guaranteeing a, a repeat. 
that's the thing. All, you know, like the last couple months, going back to caravan days in January and then uh, the awards dinner and fan fest, just talking to the guys, bumping into them. Uh, I expected maybe a little more of the hangover euphoria, right? Just uh, uh, talking about reliving this moment or that moment. But it wasn't that way at all. Uh, and I was kind of almost taken aback by it. I thought, man, these guys, goodness, a, a little serious. But, no, they, they, they really are locked in. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. If they feel like they've got a, still something to prove from last year. I mean, they won the World Series, for crying out loud. But they are, they are really focused on, like you say, running it back. I, I, think, I think they feel like they could be better this year. And, and maybe now that they've taken the path and seen, you know, what that requires – Maybe they, it, it's given them more confidence. I'm not real sure what it is, but I think they're very intent on building more than just a, an exciting year and a World Series title and making this more of a, you know, a, a dynasty of sorts. So that starts this year. It starts uh, you know, this weekend with games during spring training, but I, I, there's a, a very dogged determination in this group to make sure that, that they come back out this year and – and show that same level of excellence, achievement, and uh, success again. So I think it's man, it's super exciting. How important is it just the the depth of having guys like Ezekiel Durant, Josh Smith? Uh, you, you're already seeing the infield injuries with Corey Seager and the Jungle Cat himself, Mr. Josh Young. But having guys like Durant and Josh Smith that can fill in. And what, what, what's your expectations for Ezekiel Durant this year? Well, I don't know. Um, you know, because it 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 came apart on him a little bit there at the end of the year. He, he was so good for so long, um, but then it caught up to him. And all the while, when things were going great, it, it was, it, it kind of ran counter to what you would expect for a guy who chased as much as he did, who didn't show that same kind of discipline that we saw up and down the rest of the lineup so consistently. Um, you know, it, it, begs some explanation as to how he was having that success. Well, eventually caught up to him, right? And, and, and he, he struggled a little bit there at the end. Um, will he make adjustments? Does he need to make adjustments? I don't know. Did he just get tired? Those, those things are, we're going to find out, but it's going to be a big deal. And, and to your initial question about, you know, what about the depth? How important is it? I mean, it's, it's, it's enormous. And we saw it last year when, Guys stepped in when, when Seager went down, uh, whatever the case, when you have injuries, you have to have guys who can come in and contribute. And now, the lineup's good and deep in such a way that I think even if a guy does struggle a little bit, you can, you can work around it. But it's going to be very important that Josh Smith and that Ezekiel Duran and those guys are prepared to step in and perform at that level every day. And, and, that is what made them champs last year. Uh, even think about it, if, if, if you want. I mean, we're, it was right at the very end, but when Garcia got hurt in the postseason and Jankowski filled in the last couple of games out there in right field, and you're like, wow. You know, when a guy like Garcia goes down, especially with the postseason he was having, you think, well, that's devastating. But Jankowski comes in that first game, has a big double, two hits. I mean, he, he, he's, he's turning in a great performance. And that's, to me, that was the story of last year was all the guys who weren't the frontline starters or superstars who had big years and contributed in a big way. That depth, you don't, 
you just can't win uh, over the course of a long season and postseason without having contributions from those guys. So it's going to be uh, obviously very important and uh, hopefully not too long into the regular season, right? Hopefully those guys uh, in Young and Seager are back quickly and, and it won't be, won't be anything more than just an interruption during spring training. But if it is more than that, uh, then then it's going to be critical that those guys are, are ready to go. Yeah, great call on Janko, man. That's the ultimate championship glue guy right there. Got to have a guy like that. Uh, Dave Raymond with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Before we let you out of here, Dave, I'd like to play a little game with you called Name That Ranger. Uh, I have just, uh, by way of a hint, I have a, a few seconds of analysis. This is of a current Ranger, and uh, this is courtesy of Jared Sandler. Are you ready to play this game? Sounds great, yeah. Okay, now if you don't get the answer right, it's okay. I'm not going to give you the answer. We will play this game in perpetuity until you get the correct one, okay? You have one guess at this. Here is your hint. Take it away, Jared Sandler. You know, what he's got working there between the knee and the waist is pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Holy smokes. Need to hear that one more time? It's a vivid description, Dave. (laughs) I mean... It's pretty clear, but now let's run that back one more time. Okay. You know what he's got working there between the knee and the waist is pretty impressive. (laughs) One guess, Dave. Wow. I mean, um, let's go with um, (laughs) let's go with Adolis Garcia. That's a really good guess, Dave. Really good guess. It is not the answer we were looking for, though, and we will welcome you back into this game next time. Oh, that is fantastic. All right, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Have a great time, Dave. We'll see you out there. There he goes, the great Dave Raymond here, TV voice of your Texas Rangers on 105.3 The Fan, and that's going to be an all-timer right there. Of course, it was uh, Wyatt Lankford's uh, upper leg muscles, right? Yeah, the the teardrop, I think. Mm -hmm. It's really, really impressive there. Not skipping leg day, but we are not going to reveal that answer to any guest that we play that game with until they themselves get it correct. All right, we will uh, step aside. We are going to come back with the expressway. We'll take it commercial-free to the top, L.A. Live at 540. We're going to get Sandler's thoughts about the Texas Rangers, and uh, uh, hot stove is tonight, 7 to 8 here. On your home of the Rangers, 105 through the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It's time to hit the expressway. We're about to take you commercial-free to the top. LA Live with Lucius Alexander is coming up in 15 minutes. We're going to talk with Sands here in uh, five, six minutes about these uh, Texas Rangers uh, we're excited about as the greatest spring training in the history of the franchise is underway out there. Let's hit this expressway. Mavs tickets are going up. What's this mean to you? I, I think my biggest takeaway is Mark Cuban wants to take care of people, you know, and he was trying, he's trying to take care of people. He is taking care of people with this uh, prescription drug thing that he's got going on, but but also, you know, as, as as the owner not raising the prices, I I, th- I think that shows he he cared about Mavs fans. He also cared cared about his sales team that he didn't want to you know throw all out out, out of whack as they're trying to close their deals. So it's not a surprise that the Adelsons come in and, and jack up prices because Mark has probably kept them lower than what they could have gotten in recent years with Luca taking off like this, and plus they want to build a new uh, arena with a fancy casino. So it's uh probably you know was to be expected even though we hadn't quite talked about it and expected it it's not a big surprise no it's not it's not a big surprise I do think seeing some of the the Mavs fans lamenting this 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 started circulating on Reddit and uh, it's season ticket holders that are saying like the the the, the prices have increased by as much as 50 percent for some sections or whatever wow and uh, they're doing away allegedly doing away with the loyalty pricing Mm. So um, apparently when they asked about it, they said that that was no longer something they did, which means that many, I guess, loyal fans who have supported the team for years will have to pay the full price or give up their seats. I mean, Mark Cuban has done a lot of things over the years that I didn't like, but I mean, this is a cool one. And the way that he took care of his employees with that that huge money that he broke up to oh, everybody. Just recently. That was a recent deal. Yes. Yeah. 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 After he sold it, was that like 30 mil spread out? And the only criteria was time served. So it's not like if you were an executive for the last five years, you got a better payout than the janitor who'd been there for 20. I mean, you're just going cha-chang, cha-chang, right and left, like lifelong Mavs fans or Mavs employees really came up there. And I, I think there is, is some in, incredible lessons that Mark Cuban could teach other billionaires perhaps even the the outfit that just bought him but i think i think we're going to get repaid uh, from the adelsons in the form of them willing to go into luxury tax threshold and pay extra for for good players should have uh, a, a badass new arena as well and as long as they don't move the team to las vegas i think overall we're going to win it's just tough in this world right now to have everything be being hit so hard by inflation except wages you know everything is becoming more expensive and as a result of that, the business you work for is going to start charging a lot more for whatever goods and services they offer. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to tell you everything's more expensive. We can't pay you more. Okay. Uh, and that's I, I know a lot of Americans are dealing with that reality right now, and our hearts go out to you. And the big companies that are making the most money out of here are laying off people. You notice that? Yeah. Big companies making the most money. Yeah. Yeah, they just... You know, it, and it's it's be, it's become tough because they're beholden to their stockholders, and they have to squeeze a profit out in one way or another. So they're they're playing a a game that's not incentivized by taking care of people in any way. It's actually incentivized by, 
you know, just, um, you know, figuring out a, a way to eliminate your costs. And that's kind of the bottom gotta line. Grow, here. We got to grow. We got to grow. We got to keep getting bigger. And it's it's very difficult to, to manage all the economical things that you need for a society to flourish. And it's a balancing act. And I'm certainly no, no economist. But I, I just know that over time throughout my life, like the, the slice of the pie that uh, that hardworking Americans get is smaller than ever. And it's getting getting kind of terrifying. Okay, Mavs have two more nights off to get ready to test their six-game winning streak against uh, this brutal schedule coming up. This is exciting, isn't it, it is. Wolchuk? Yeah, it's going to be a, a good test coming out of the All-Star break with these new-look Mavs, and right now they're healthy. I'm pumped for the Phoenix matchup. I mean, we talked about it in the open of the show. This yeah. has become a really fun back-and-forth rivalry, but you're going to be testing in some of the league's best. You absolutely will. You know, Suns, Pacers, Cavs, Raptors, Celtics, 76ers are your next six games, and I'm just hoping they can uh, win at least half of them and maybe put the league on notice. Let them know. Yeah, this is the kind of run. You push this to 10 in a row and you're beating the teams that are sitting there on your schedule. You're going into Boston on a 10-game winning streak where the Celtics almost never lose, and you go tear their asses up like you got OKC a couple of weeks ago. This could be, you know, the beginning of the really exciting times for the Mavs is we're hoping what they did has made them a very strong contender. This could be our confirmation. Yeah, this this will be this will be huge if they go on a nice run here versus the quality opponents that they are. And I think they will they will come out of this feeling really, really good about themselves. Uh, as long as they stay healthy, if they have their horses, I, I really do believe in this Mavs team being an absolute nightmare for just about any team that has to go toe to toe with them. When Luca and Kyrie, and then all these guys that they've that they've brought in with PJ Washington, of course, and Gafford, and then having Kleba healthy, like that is that all matters so much. And uh, right now they are healthy, so I think this is about to be a fun stretch. The Luca MVP stretch. Yeah. Starts now. Hey, let's do it. Stars are back at it again tonight. They'll visit the New York Rangers coming off yesterday's nightmare loss to Boston there. They dropped the lead in the final two minutes of regulation, and then they lose it in the shootout. Matt Bowen, ESPN, projecting Josh Jacobs to the Cowboys as a decent fit there, the running back. Gosh, man, these guys are breaking my heart at ESPN today. Well, they know the yeah. Cowboys value the running back, but yeah. uh, they're not paying any of these guys. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're going to do that this year. The, the, we, we've we've seen the reports from insiders. The Cowboys are changing how they view the need to pay running back. You know, as per usual, they'll come around to the latest league trends. Usually five or six years late, but it's all good. Better late than never. Dak getting up to sixty a year is circulating quite a bit on Cowboys Twitter X. Of course, it is. Tyron Smith wants to be back. The veteran offensive tackle telling the morning news he he is not thinking of retirement and he just wants to come back to the cowboys in 2024 that's a lifelong cowboy and i think it makes a lot of sense especially he's been doing team friendly deals he's been doing incentive laden deals based on games played you know he just he just wants an honest day's work and and to remain a cowboy and, and hopefully they can make something work there because that's your path to glory i think it's getting another great year out of him and he hasn't had a bad injury in 18 months uh, college football board unanimously approved that deal. They're going to have uh, the five conference champions plus seven at larges. The next seven ranked teams will uh, be in your in your college football playoff very soon. It's exciting. Okay, joining us now is a longtime radio uh, uh, insider, uh, play, a pre- and post-game show host and play-by-play man of these Rangers, and now he is going to be a TV play-by-play man this year as well, filling in for Dave Raymond. It's Jared Sandler here with you on your home of the Rangers. How you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? Uh, turn my mic on. He's What's in up? the building. Hey, Diva. Uh, how you doing? I guess I'm great. I'm excited to get out to Arizona. Uh, I hear Sean's horror stories when he tries to plan 
group dinners, people not responding, people bailing. We had perfect uh, attendance within about 90 minutes, so I'm pretty fired up about that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the late response on that one. You weren't the last one, so that's that's all good. I'm so in on that, dude. And yeah. thanks thanks to you for being like team mom in this thing and being like, hey, I'm setting it up and making sure everybody's there. You know, well, and if you think about it, it, I'm there for five weeks by myself. I mean, I, I have plenty of people there I enjoy spending time with, but I only, I used to, I think predating you two, Eric and Zach, we used to have one week dedicated to each show. And I think even the first oh, yeah. couple years, Kevin and Corey, when they were doing nights, would get a week as well. So four weeks. A rotation of friends. Right. And so it was, oh, but now be- we send the two shows within a given week. And so, so you're left just stranded. I'm left stranded. I, I don't know which one I, I like better because I do have people out there that I like getting to spend time with. But when each show's there, I always love spending time with you guys. Uh, I definitely miss having the four week coverage of, mm-hmm. you know, different people each week. Uh, and then having to debate at the end, which week was the most enjoyable because I'd always get asked that question. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm excited to, to hang out with you guys. I'm excited as well. I, you know, on top of your team dinner, I would like to organize or possibly orchestrate a, a, a Ted Nichols pain memorial hike at some point, whether that morning works. or evening. I, I know how fond he was getting out there to, to spring training and hiking around some of those amazing hills and, and mountains that they have in, in that particular part of the country. Biggest challenge going into spring training, uh, Sands here. I got, I got three, I got a, a multiple choice for you. Okay. Lankford becoming a good defender, Evan Carter hitting lefties, Jack Leiter becoming a big league veteran. Biggest challenge or most important or both? Least likely thing to happen, most likely thing to happen. So least likely thing to happen is not Jack Leiter making his major league debut, but I just think Odds are probably that the least likely thing to happen is Jack Leiter establishing himself this year as a reliable every fifth day starter. That's not to say that anything short of that is not a success. I think Jack starting AAA, starting the year in AAA, having a good first couple months, earning an opportunity at the big league level, and just continuing to take steps forward is a step in the right direction. Unfortunately, because of the injuries that the rotation is dealing with and the outlook, I think there's a little more spotlight on on not just Jack's development, but Jack's ability to give the team innings this year. Because someone, whether it's Jack or Owen White or Zach Kent or maybe one of the veterans who's with the team, Adrian Sampson or Jose Urania, one of those guys, maybe two of them, will need to give this team innings in the event one of the five guys or multiple of the five guys who figure to be in the rotation when the season starts get hurt before some of the other guys return from their injuries. How bad a luck is this that it happened to, to the Rangers that a number two pick isn't working out? This is still fairly common, right? It's not like a number two pick in the NFL or the NBA or something. Yeah, so it's that's a good question. And it's obviously a different dynamic because... These guys don't, you know, and, and and all these other sports, even in the NHL, not always, but most of the time, the number two pick is going to play right away, right? I guess there are scenarios where the number two pick might not play right away, uh, but typically you're not drafting and stashing a number two overall pick. Uh, 
certainly in the NBA or the NFL when you draft a guy two overall, the expectation is he's going to play right away. So Bobby Witt Jr. was the number two overall pick, but so was Heston Kierstad. Now, both those guys have made the majors. Bobby Witt's on a perennial all-star trajectory. Heston Kierstad certainly could develop into that, but you know he could just sort of be an everyday player, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think if Jack Leiter never really established himself as an everyday major league, or you know, a, 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 a an everyday on the roster major league player, obviously pitchers aren't everyday guys, but you know what I mean. He's yeah. he is. Then that would be a big disappointment, and that would be an anomaly for Jack not to develop into a perennial all star. Would not be an anomaly based on track record. So, I know when you draft a guy number two overall, you don't think, "Oh, we're drafting a solid." player we you know we just want someone to be solid but if that's what they end up being you're not really going to complain too much about it if Jack Leiter can give you 30 starts a year and he's a mid-rotation guy you take that doesn't end up being a superstar but you take that if he is a guy who struggles to be a major leaguer or ends up as a reliever I think you're a little disappointed and and you feel like you left something on the table with that pick and that's still possible right now isn't it that he he doesn't really make it yeah. yeah, and and I'd say that the one caveat I'd say is, while you don't draft a guy second overall with the, the hope or thought he ends up being a really good reliever, if he does end up being a really good high-leverage reliever, if that's the route he goes, then that that lessens the sting a little bit. But you when you draft a guy number two overall, you're drafting a guy because you think he's going to be not necessarily an ace, but a, a, a top-to-mid-rotation starter, or if he's a position player, a, you know, a stud who can be a middle-of-the-order bat. Uh, go ahead, Wolchuk. I, I wanted to ask your thoughts on Jonathan Hernandez heading into the spring because he's a guy we were so pumped about a couple years ago. He had the unfortunate injury. You always hear about he might have the best stuff out of anybody that you have coming out of the bullpen. What are what are the feelings of him going into the season? Yeah, it. I think in a good way, when you handicap the Rangers' bullpen and their high-leverage arms, you're not talking about him. And... I think that's good because, A, they have built the depth to where he's not relied upon. At this time last year, Jonathan Hernandez was a part of the 7-8, ninth inning equation, right? And, you know, maybe he's a guy who just functions better when he's not an everyday high-leverage guy. He's, you know, the guy who comes in when you're down one or two to try to keep the deficit at one or two, which, by the way, that guy's really valuable, sure. too, especially when you got a really good lineup like the Rangers do. Uh or, or maybe maybe last year was a little bit, you know, he dealt with some injuries, the mental side of things. Maybe he did really grow up in a big way last year. Uh, but, gosh, if that guy can can give you what he kind of gave you when healthy the last few years prior to last year, now all of a sudden that just extends your depth. I don't think, though, the Rangers are going to be very – like, Jonathan Hernandez can have a great spring. Yeah. And I don't think the Rangers are going to think high leverage right away. He's going to really have to earn that, but – if he's your sixth or seventh best reliever, you could do worse than that. We're getting more Rangers talk from Sands tonight coming up the hot stove at 7 o'clock. What do you have to promote for us? We got Donnie Ecker, who's going to join us right off the top. He's the bench coach and offensive coordinator, along with Tim Hires. They really oversee the the offense. So I'm going to ask him about Evan Carter and lefty. He's going to ask him about you know what he sees from Wyatt Langford. You know, One of the things that no one's really talked about, people, people suggested that the league had figured out Marcus Simeon in the playoffs. That's not necessarily a fair characterization, but how does a guy like Marcus Simeon, who's very pull-happy, adjust when he had the struggles he had in the playoffs? And people obviously notice that. Uh, and then we'll ask him about our, our guest at 740, Justin Foskey, who cool. went from 
you know, this guy's absolutely going to get traded to now maybe this guy's the opening day DH. Uh, obviously, White Langford might have something to say about that, but it's definitely a conversation. So we'll talk to him about all that stuff and then uh, Justin at 740 and and get an understanding where he's at and his excitement for this year. Love it. Uh, Jared Sandler, uh, 7 to 8 tonight, the hot stove, and then uh, you will get the get right, Reggie and company. I like to call it rack. Uh, from 8 to 11 here this evening on 105.3 The Fan. It is time now to go into the Pimp Cup where Lucius Alexander has L.A. Live. That boy Kobe went hard in 1997 during that dunk competition, bro. Oh, my gosh. Bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, Let's see. It's a Toxic Tuesday here in L.A. Live right after the great Rick James. Well, all right, you squares. It's time you smoke. Fire up this funk and make It'll make you dance with some of everything. Everybody get hot. Look what, look what she did to my car, man. Look what this bitch did to my car. I can't stand this bitch. Look what she did to my car. Look at this bitch. Yeah, it's a Toxic Tuesday here in L.A. Live. Man right there found his car burnt up. Must have been an ex-girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, can't play a fire on these streets. <laughs> L.A. Live for February 20th, 2024. Uh, it's a Toxic Tuesday. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with us, and we appreciate that. We sure do. L.A. Live is sponsored by Kissable Dental and their no-bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. The Expressway is also brought to you by the on-time experts. Now, every day on The Fan, about 2.30, we do G-Bag of the Day. Yes. Dawson, can you put that G-Bag of the Day sauce on there? Yes, sir. The uh, G-Bag of the Day is the best audio for the world of sports, pop culture, talk radio, and or the internet. We play them all. Vote on which one we like the best. That's your G-Bag of the Day. This right here reminds me of Meet Me in Temecula. Online back in the day when Twitter was really Twitter, when it was actually fun. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Two sports fans, one was a Laker fan, got into it on Twitter, and it became a a real physical confrontation. And it ended with Meet Me in Temecula. This right here is another Laker fan and a Denver fan. Uh, my man sent some voice me- God, duh. my man sent some voice messages <laughs> over to a guy after he started talking kind of crazy and disrespectful to him on the internet, man. Listen to this. Check this out, my. I'm gonna say this one time, homie. I never forget a face, my. I'm very vindictive, my. And I ain't never not finished the job. So you want to keep talking that? Keep talking that. This is just about basketball. The comments you was making. This is this is basketball. This ain't life. But I'm gonna tell you like this. You think funny you know what i mean you think you like some type of g or some type of gangster or something (laughs) if that's what you are that's fine but just know what comes with that because if i'm i'm a step to you what you're gonna do is you're gonna send a uh uh an apology (laughs) or i'm gonna catch your ass somewhere i'm gonna catch you on my life and i'm gonna smack the out of you my if i don't do more i swear to god you don't know what you're with Everybody think they know what they with the internet's fun and games until that one really come see you. Yeah, That's yeah, me. Facts. I put that on my life. I will you up. Jeez. You better know the type of animal you're dealing with. I will audit your 
tweet since 2010 and I will find you. The psychology behind what you're saying, you're saying he's soft, right? So you hard then, right? Oh. If he's soft, you hard. Okay, Mr. Hard Guy, oh. drop the <laughs> location. Drop the location. I bet you I show up in 24 hours. <laughs> if you that, you hard. If he's soft and you hard, drop the location. Who hard, cuz? Which one of you is hard, cuz? Mm, drop the location. Talk about he's soft, I'm hard, cuz. Tell that to Mickey Spagnuolo next time I talk to him on the radio. Get spicy with me. You gonna ask him if he's hard? Drop the location. <laughs> Drop the location if you hard, cuz. It's hard. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, let's see. End of an era. Best Buy has officially removed physical media from their stores. Just want to say R.I.P. to that. I used to rush over there every Tuesday to get the brand new music to drop, DVDs that drop, because it used to drop on Tuesday, folks. Yep. So R.I.P. Have you guys seen the new hotness uh, that coming out of SneakerCon over the weekend? New hotness Ooh, dropped. What happened? Coming out of SneakerCon. You guys haven't seen this at all over the no, weekend. Sir. What is your What is your timeline? Uh, Sports. NFTs. Cowboys. Well. Uh, girl soccer drills. The shoe is called the Never Surrender High Top Sneakers. Okay. Never surrender. Yeah. Fully gold. Google those. Never surrender. High oh, tops. okay. I did see All these. All right. Just to say, I don't. I mean, I must have the only timeline. In I think joint. I saw Nick Boso repping these. <laughs> he will. Did see him. Did see him. The red, white, blue, and gold joints, right? He will, bro. Oh, I cannot wow. wait till Look he does these. it too. It's going to match his 49er uniform and everything. It is, Damn. dude. He's going to turn these into cleats. <laughs> I can't wait, bro. Uh, yeah, they sell for four hundred dollars. They are super limited. Super limited. <laughs> Only a thousand pairs of the gold shoes were available. Is Which, that a Texas Rangers T on the side? What's that? Oh no, that's probably big, different. Big Trump. Yeah. yeah, it's big uh, Trump right okay. there. Are these gonna be the Nick Bosa my cause my cleats? <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> Those fit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, bro, I love that. That's toxic right there. I love that. Uh, Josh Hader's rocking them out there. <laughs> I love it. Josh Hader doesn't yes. even match the color scheme of his team. He's just rocking with it. <laughs> they got straight purple on with these joints. Oh, uh, ten of the gold sneakers were autographed by Mr. Trump. Also, if you're not into the gold sneakers, they also have the T Red Wave, the T Red Wave sneaker available in the. POTUS 45s. That's hilarious. POTUS 45s. POTUS 45s. Bro, that's hysterical. For $200, would you guys be copping these? Um, no. I'm, I'm kind of an under 150 for shoe guy. Yeah. You know? I feel you. I hear you on if that If they one. appreciate it, I'd buy them. I, I think I might buy them for historical purposes. Yeah. yeah. Piece yeah. of history. And, and real might be able to flip the them. resale value, yeah, could be strong. Yeah. yeah. Resale value is going to be crazy, especially like if your grandson's not a screw up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, I got something for you. <laughs> Take these in, get you some college money. Let's see what else. Hey, there was a CEO of a luxury watch dealer. He walked away with an autographed pair of Trump's golden never surrender high tops after placing a bid of $9,000. Isn't this dude? Proud moment, CEO. What was your winning bid? $9,000. And let's see the signature. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I can see RJ Choppy so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Only time he wears sneakers in the darn bathroom when of those. Yeah. <laughs> RJ Chop, love you, bro. Uh, let's see what else. 
uh, LA Live 1053 The Fan. As you can tell, this is a Toxic Tuesday. That's why I got Al Green in the background to give us at least some good vibes while we Al give out this toxic always energy. <laughs> always. Uh, we're in the era of the entertaining tight end, fellas. Can you tell me some entertaining tight ends right now? Uh, certainly, we got Travis Kelsey. Yes, Kittle. Big George. Yeah. Our yep. guy Fergie. Yep. I guess. Okay. I like how you play. Like, he's entertaining on the field for sure. Yes. I haven't off seen that pizzazz off the field. Uh, Rob Gronkowski. Kronk. Yeah. yeah. Where's Jeremy Shonky? Where are you at, Shonky? What's going Ooh, on with Shonky? Where yeah. are you? Where are you? Well, when I'm talking about the tight ends, I'm also talking about Mr. Shannon Sharp right here. Yes, sir. He is gone. He's gone toxic for his entertainment, I believe. And him and Chad, Chad Johnson are amazing. Yeah, they're great. They're great. But they're, they're pretty toxic. Oh, they are. Yeah. Like, Everything goes. It's just free. Like messy toxic. Mm -hmm. Lee Shannon is really messy. Like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> girl, relax. Yeah, he's had beef with, what, Skip Bayless, uh, Mike Epps, Kwame Brown. Oh, okay. He can get Kwame Brown, as they call him, the tallest farmer in America. <laughs> and all of the Grizzlies, remember that? Oh, he Shannon did. He was beef with the entire Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies squad. Uh -huh. The entire Morant family, I believe. Yeah, yeah them too. Yep, see? Shannon Sharp is messy. Pay attention. Yeah, I can see it. Pay attention. Uh, he also had Cat Williams at the first of the year and Monique on there to air out all their grievances in the industry. That's amazing. Now he's beefing with recording artist Mace. Oh, Cameron and Mace situation. I don't think you want to do that. Shannon called Mace a fake pastor because Mace did stop recording and went to the Lord and started him a church out there in Atlanta. Okay. So... Let's listen to Shannon. I'm coming up on four years of having Club Shay Shay. I'm coming up on four years of having Club Shay Shay. I'm sorry. I'm coming up on four years of having Club Shay Shay. Yeah. yeah. And it's all of a sudden. Yeah. Even everybody. I mean, there's a there's this pastor that we're, uh, uh, that used to with that. that I guess not here, gangster pastor. Uh, all of a sudden, talking about he oh, wants to pull got, up. They got them. They got them out there now. Hey, uh, now all of a sudden, I mean, he he gonna do so much. He need to sit his little roly poly ass down. His roly poly ass roly -poly down. Poly ass. I do kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you would like, like the roly poly. Roly poly. I mean, listen, dude, who doesn't love a good roly poly? Yeah, I loved roly polies as a kid. Yeah. Same here. They were I couldn't fun. wait to introduce my kids to roly. Yeah, poly. roly polies. Really love cool, them. man. They're my cool. neighbor used to like find them. The ones that were pregnant and kind of crushed the belly open. What? You can see the X. Yeah, man. Demented, bro. That was intense. I never we, even knew. Uh, we did some weird, that. violent oh. things to grasshoppers and like uh, we, with like nail, like a, a nail. I don't know. It was I would not, probably not just keep good. that to yourself. Yes, we feed them the box turtles and stuff. Yeah. Collect all the insects we can to feed them to our turtles. There you go. I mean, at least that's that's like the, the that's the food cycle or whatever. Yeah, I like turtles. It's the leap of faith. Hey, so is this a just a is this just a an unprovoked shot at Mace or well, was, Mace was is this a return to, fire? He was talking. Mace was talking about um, Shannon Sharp's little back and forth with Mike Epps. Okay, okay. And Mace was saying, "Hey, man, you're a big dude. You need to be careful how you talk to people because some people just might you." You need oh. to relax. Oh, not, okay. It's not going to be a fair fight. All these confrontations, you might scare people. Got it. And then Mace had to remind him, after he heard those comments about him being a fake pastor, Mace jumped on his little, not say little, that's disrespectful. Very big show. Very very big sports platform with Huge. Kim and Mace. It is what it is. He jumped on it is what it is and you know, aired out his grievances about that comment. I thought it, so, was, I thought it was very classless because if we're all joking, I looked at it like, 
you know, I was really given some good advice, even though we joke, I'm giving good advice, like, hey, you're really diesel and you don't really want to run up on people or tell people you're going to run down on them. And because people don't know if you're serious or not and just run down, don't go with Disney. You know, it just don't go with Disney. Pull up, don't go with Disney. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just want to be clear. Disney don't stand by nobody pulling up, whether it matter how you mean it, you know, and I want to be very respectful, but listen, because we both were laughing and I took it away because he singled me out. Like, you think Cam is tough and I'm not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really like that. <laughs> I'm really like that. <laughs> I just took a different path, sir. God bless. <laughs> I'm really like that. You think Cam is tough? I'm really I'm like that. His cadence and everything his is pretty incredible. Is so crazy. You should hear the the bits on his albums back in the day. They're hilarious because <laughs> he's doing most of the talking. Man, I am loving this back and forth. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nasty, man. I don't know what's going on, but Shannon is messy. I'm going to go out there and say it. I'm stepping on out there. He's messy. I love you, Uncle Shannon. I, I respect everything you do. I watch all your platforms, but you, sir, are messy in 2024. It's a fact, Jack. Look at all. I got a whole list of people he's beefed with. That fast. Yeah, that I don't was, have beef with that many people. I wasn't expecting that laundry list right there. No, no. I didn't know. I didn't know that. But you're right. It, it's working for him. He's taking that messiness right to the bank, isn't he? Bro, uh, 50, I think 50 million views on the Cat Williams video already. It's because we love the toxicity. We love it. It's nasty out here. We That's do. why everybody drive nasty, too. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. We're cooked in society. <laughs> LA Live 105.3 The Fan, uh, Toxic Tuesday. What is that, Shemokin? You guys ever heard of the city Shemokin? I don't believe so. I don't know. Sheboygan, maybe. Okay, Shemokin is in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I definitely haven't heard of it. Okay. Well, last time Shemokin, well, Shemokin. Let me let me start this all over. <laughs> Where are you from, Shemokin? Let me. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> that's weed. That's weed. That's a card that said, Lucius, that's where you're from, Shemokin. Yeah. <laughs> I am the president of yeah. Shemokin, sir. And I'm the mayor. How you doing? Yeah. Welcome to Shemokin. <laughs> I hope you're token. Uh, let's see. All right, so there's a Dunkin' Donuts in Shemokin that is closed. And last time this Dunkin' Donut was closed, it was because of an arson situation. Somebody burned it down. The residents of Shemokin lost their minds. And it made for a great viral moment, okay? And this happened years ago. But it, it went viral because we didn't understand what was going on down there with the citizens of Shemokin. Something's a little different. Something's a little, okay. you know, I'm saying that respectfully. I'm saying that respectfully. For sure. But now it's closed again. Same Dunkin' Donuts for a different reason. Let's go to WNEP 16 where they talk about the popular Dunkin' Donuts being closed. This isn't the first time the people of Shemokin are without a Dunkin'. Back in 2016, the coffee shop was forced to close after an arson. The story went viral after Shemokin residents chatted with WNEP about the closure. I'm going to miss that place if it don't open up. And a lot of my friends go in there, get the cold coffee. What, iced coffee, I guess it's called? I go there every day. Yeah. I get a chicken bacon croissant or I get some coffee, Powerade if I'm dehydrated. I sit there all the time. 
If I have any like legal work that I need to do, I go there. I meet with my attorneys there. Cheap, classy place to meet up. It's a location where you can meet up with your friends. It's the only thing this town has. Now I have to rely on myself to go to maybe a Turkey Hill or something where I don't like their donuts. I rather the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm kind of dealing with it. Dealing. I really miss Dunkin' Donuts. Now Duncan and Chimokin is closed once again. This time it's for a remodel. Residents we spoke with are hoping the changes will help with traffic congestion caused by customers waiting for their morning coffee and donuts. Duncan's in town. It's easy to get to. You don't gotta go all the way out of town just to go to Duncan. For Chimokin resident Ashley Stout, it's a welcome calmness at the intersection of West Sunbury Street and North Market as renovations West on the Sunbury city's Duncan get underway. And I don't think that's where Duncan should be. I think they should move to a different destination. What? <laughs> Jackhammers could be heard throughout downtown Monday. What's going on with these people? Foreman Robert Etter and his construction crew began the demolition. Well, this pink line right here means I got to put a footer in. I'll bump the footer out, and this uh, we're going to bring this out forward, and this will be their new drive-through. What's going on in that town, bro? A Why did everybody they talked to? Everyone said Every I mean, single one of them. I mean, there their wasn't life, a, their life was, is over because of this Duncan in Shemokin. Yeah, they were all echoing the same sentiments, but nobody sounded like the next one. There was not a consistent no. accent that we could be like, okay, no. the, like everyone had their own unique version of like used to be a drug addict or quickly yes. on it on their way. <laughs> <laughs> it's running rampant in Shemokin. Of course it is. All right, I'm pulling out. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. I'll holler at you tomorrow when I'm on a hump day. Yeah. Man, thank you very much, Lucius. Uh, that was fantastic. All right, let's do some football finest, shall we? What do we got, Eric? Oh, yeah, we got a lot of NFL stuff to bring you, but also the new college football playoff rules means bad news for this prominent program next year in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.